Welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Hello and welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Now, this episode is an episode that's been recorded live. So that means it might be a video that's been recorded on site or perhaps a keynote presentation that I've delivered. What I want to do is just let you know that the audio quality on this will not be up to speed compared to our studio recordings. However, I believe that the content is well worth your time listening. So enjoy the recording. Let me know what you think of it on social media. And if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe. Hey guys, Carl Reader here with another episode of Bullet Point Business. And what I want to do is just explore what we've seen in the retail sector because I think we've all heard the headlines about retail being under pressure. We're now seeing it. We've seen House of Fraser. We've seen Debenhams. We're seeing all of these problems come about. And some might say the high street is dead, and I contend that it isn't. However, we need to pay attention to the rules of the game. And this doesn't just apply to retail businesses. This applies to service businesses just as much. So anybody who runs a business, anybody who has a customer can benefit from this. So where do I think these guys have gone wrong? Very simple. There's a management theory by a guy called Michael Porter. Now, I know that you guys know that I don't like management theories. However, hear me out on this one. He contends that there's two types of businesses. That you either got a cost leader or a product differentiator. Cheap and cheerful or great at what it does and expensive. So we could look at that as maybe, I, I don't know, as does a Waitrose. We could perhaps look at it as, um, apologies to any old Skoda drivers, but Skoda versus Ferrari. You know, one of them is a decision that's driven purely by cost from a buyer's perspective. The other one is more about the intangible that comes with it. It's more about the experience of buying. It's more about the perceived benefit of owning it. Because let's be honest, the metal's the same. It's still got four wheels, still got a steering wheel. There's a challenge for businesses that don't quite fit one of those models. So Sainsbury's was always a good example of a business that was too expensive and the service was too good for it to be a cost leader. However, it also wasn't expensive enough or refined enough to be a product differentiator. Um, perhaps more relevantly in the retail place, we can look at the likes of Debenhams and House of Fraser. Debenhams being a perfect case in point. Now, Debenhams actually stocks some quite decent clothes, but it certainly ain't cheap. It's not your primer, you know, it's not dirt cheap. You're not going to go in there and get a wardrobe for 10 quid. But on the flip side, no one has ever really aspired to wear John Rocher slippers and Jasper Coman jeans, have they? So they've been caught firmly in the middle and the customer gets confused, not really knowing um, what it is they should expect. And in turn, people tend to gravitate towards the cost leaders of the product differentiators. Now, I think we also need to look at this in the context of the modern day. Now, what's happening today is automation is right. Um, so the cost of producing anything on a cost leadership basis is far lower, whether it's product or service. If it's service, it tends to be automated through computers, artificial intelligence, etc., etc. Um, if it's product, the manufacturing costs are being driven down. Um, the manufacturers, I'm trying to find a polite way of putting it, are benefiting from the globalised economy. Um, and everything is rammed down as cheap as possible. So as a business owner, you've got a choice. 
Do you try and outspend those who are investing heavily in AI, who can drive their costs down, who can become the lowest common denominator for what they do? Or do you look at finding that hook that allows you to truly differentiate yourself? Now, a USP, I mess a subject for a completely different bullet point business, I would say. Um, USP isn't necessarily a benefit to the customer, though you might think it is. However, with an effective USP, something as simple as the copy that Waitrose give you when you browse, or the copy of the Sunday Times that Ricardo used to give you when they delivered your shopping, or perhaps the um, cans of Diet Coke that you get when you go to BMW or Mercedes shop your car in, those kind of differentiators make a real difference. Have a think about how you can do it in your business. I hope you found this useful. Drop a comment if there's anything else you'd like to add. If you've heard it on podcast, please connect with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to The Carl Reader Show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell your friends. This podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, D&T Advisory, helping you unlock the magic in your business by adding value, not numbers. Find out more at www.team-dt.com. QuickBooks, helping UK small businesses stay on top of their finances.